And welcome to the SportsCast, March 13th, 2019. If you haven't yet, please subscribe in all our channels, YouTube, Periscope, iTunes, and Facebook. You're able to see the stream on Facebook. And if you're on iTunes, please leave a subscription and review. It will help us out tremendously. Downloads does not help us in the rankings. Subscriptions, though, uh, does. NFL free agency went crazy this past uh Excuse me. Uh, went crazy this past couple of hours, actually. Uh, actually, actually, a couple of days, and uh, and of course, the biggest news was Odell Beckham Jr. traded uh, to the Cleveland Browns. He's a New York Giants player now. He's a Cleveland Browns player, joining Baker Mayfield. Um, and we got Jeff Forward to talk to us about this trade. Jeff, welcome back to the Sportscast. Thanks for. Jeff, were you surprised about this move, or or you saw this coming? The, the only the, the part that surprised me is that the Giants were willing to take on that dead money. I mean, that's you know, uh, I believe it's twenty one or twenty two million dollars of dead money. That's a lot. So when something like this happens, you always think to yourself, you know, obviously Beckham is incredibly talented. He's a true number one receiver. I think from the Browns' perspective, he's exactly what you need because Mayfield needs a go-to guy. He needs a reliable wide receiver. And, you know, you can talk about Beckham maybe, you know, having maybe he's a little bit of a diva potentially. But at the same time, I don't know that there's three guys in the entire NFL that can cover him one-on-one. So you get a really, really, really good receiver. Of course, he'll have Jarvis Landry and Kareem Hunt. How are the Browns looking for next year? Like, are they playoff contenders in your book? Well, I think I think they're definitely a playoff contender. And when you look at their division, the Ravens have lost a lot in free agency. The the Bengals are a mess, and the Steelers. The Steelers are always going to be there because they're coached well and they're just a, a quality organization, but. You know, the Steelers aren't a shoe in to win the division. I mean, they're going to be right there for a playoff spot. Very much so. And speaking about Le'Veon Bell, Le'Veon Bell has signed with the Jets for a four-year deal. The drama is over with Bell and the Steelers. Are the Jets sitting pretty right now? They had a lot of money and they had to spend it. Um, I understand that. The thing that makes so so valuable to a young quarterback is that those dump-off passes that would be two yards turn into, you know, five yards, six yards. So I would say it's a very good, I think it's a good move for the Jets because of where they're at with their salary cap because they have all that money to spend. And I think Bell will really help with Darnold. I think he'll help Darnold. So I think it's a quality move as long as as long as long he's not causing – I don't think he'll cause any drama now that he got his money, you know? And, of course, uh, there's a lot of moves going on with the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, their outside linebacker, Deer Ford, um, is headed to a new team. Um, there seems there's more people leaving the Chiefs than people coming in. 
I think Steve Ford, the, the biggest thing with him is he never – so this past year, you know, he had a breakout year. He had 13 sacks or 13 and a half. He had seven fumbles. But if you look at the rest of his career, the Chiefs waited a long time for that breakout season. And the other thing is he's constantly been fighting injuries. He had a pretty – you know, he had a, he had a surgery for – a disc in his back, which is a big deal. You know, that's when you're talking about an edge rusher that has to be able to bend and move quickly. And I, it's hard to give a guy a long term deal when he has a major back surgery. That to me is, yeah, I mean, that to me is the biggest part of it. I, I think the biggest reason the Chiefs moved on from D Ford is that if you give him a four or five year deal, you just don't have any faith that he's going to stay healthy throughout yeah. the deal. And the Chiefs are already getting killed by guys that can't stay healthy. You know, Eric, they signed Eric Berry to that gigantic deal, and he's played, I think, three games since. And even Justin Houston. Now, with Justin Houston, he was healthy before they signed him, and it was just a fluke ACL. But again, if you're going to be worth those giant contracts, you got to stay healthy. Justin Houston was cut uh, by the Kansas City Chiefs, but also... Um, a, a, another player, uh, cornerback Steven Nelson, um, he is going to Pittsburgh. What are your thoughts about that move? Yeah, Steven Nelson, he, he's a marginal player. He He's one of those guys that's in position a lot, but he never turns and looks for the ball. So that was always the problem with him. He he never looked for the ball. The play that, the play that sticks out in my mind is, Right before the half in the AFC Championship, Brady threw a deep ball to Philip Dorsett. And and if Nelson would have just turned and looked for the ball, the ball would have dropped right in his red basket. But instead, he never looked for the ball. The receiver was able to come back to it and make the touchdown catch. So I just I don't think you can pay a guy like that. So if you're the Steelers, you're kind of desperate because their secondary is a disaster. I mean, not that the Chiefs isn't, but the Steelers take that risk. From the Chiefs' perspective, I think it was good to let them walk. Kansas City, uh, the uh, Kansas City Chiefs are uh, are picking. Uh, they got like the 29th spot, and they're predicted to uh, to pick up a cornerback from Georgia, DeAndre Baker. Do you think they're going to go more defense in this draft? I think they'll go more defense, but I really – I think these moves with Houston and pass rusher at some point early in the draft. I don't know if there's a specific guy that they love that they may make a move for, but to me this just this just screams that they would rather go young with the pass rush and maybe there's somebody in this draft class they love that they compare with Chris Jones, who is, you know, obviously a monster. Yeah, we definitely will be looking at what is going to happen with the Kansas City Chiefs. Obviously, the offseason um, is definitely uh, a exciting time to see the moves. What do you think about Antonio Brown going to the Raiders? He'll get all the stats he wants. You know, <laughs> I, I mean, the Raiders, so I should – I shouldn't mock the Raiders because I'll say this for them. They're better today than when the season ended. They made some quality moves. I actually like the move they made for LaMarcus Joyner. The Brown move, if Brown really 
truly just wanted his money and he's going to behave and not cause problems, then it's probably a good move because he's a quality player. He's a, one of the very best receivers in the NFL. And I don't think anybody would dispute that. Where I have an issue with it is Brown was upset because Roethlisberger didn't get him the ball enough or he missed him when he was open or, you know, whatever. Yeah, there's something that... Ben Roethlisberger left the place on the field. You know, wait till he plays with Carr because Carr takes the dump off maybe more than anybody. So he's not... His quarterback situation just got worse and his surrounding talent just got worse. So life's going to be harder on Antonio Brown and with the Raiders than it was the Steelers. Let's get back with the Cardinals. The Cardinals are expected uh, to select Kyler Murray. Where do you think Josh Rosen's going to happen? Do you think they're going to trade him out, or do you think he'll be a backup? Uh, what is the state of Josh Rosen? So either one of two things is happening here. Either the Cardinals are setting up the best smoke screen in the history of mankind, and somebody's going to pay a ransom for Murray, which, just my opinion, not that I'm a scout, but just my opinion is that that would be the better thing for the Cardinals because they have a lot of holes to fill. Uh, they really take Murray. It's hard to say what Rosen is. Now, I'm not going to defend Rosen and say he played great last year or anything like that. He, you know, obviously he did. But from the games I saw, the Cardinals were so bad up front that there was nothing they could do to give him a chance. So they tried the quick passing game, and he still got hit. They tried the screen game, and they didn't really have the guys to make that work. They couldn't run the I was bad. So it's really hard to know what Rosen really is. You can't really call him a bust after one year playing on that team. So at the, at the same time, if you're another team looking to trade for him, you know, where do you value him? Because sometimes you see it where these young quarterbacks, they get, they get beat up for a year and they never bounce back. The other side of it is he's still really young, and if you get a good group of guys around, maybe he'll... So... I could see One more thing uh, before we end the show, you know, back to what we started about um, Odell Beckham Jr. Are the Giants cleaning house? Are they starting over? Are, are, are they trying to, okay, this is it. We're going to you know, start from scratch. Eli Manning is going to leave soon. Where, what are the Giants trying to do? I don't know. Because if you were going to start from scratch, you should kept Eli Manning. They should have drafted somebody last year and moved on. Now, one of their, I believe it may have been their GM, said that they think the Kansas City model works, which is draft a rookie and play him behind a veteran. Okay, you can do that, but Eli, I, I just think Eli is really bottomed out. So I would think they draft somebody this year, but Eli starts again this year, and then this would be his last year. Yeah, that's something that people have been talking about. So, yeah, it's it's interesting how, you know, Giants have, you know, the, uh, this uh, San Juan Barkley, and, and, and we suspect that Sterling Shepard would be the number one option to, th to throw the ball to. So uh, they still have some weapons, but, of course, you know, we're seeing a transition going forward. And, uh, and one more thing, is Nick Foles going to transform Jacksonville and make him a playoff team again? No. 
I mean, they, they might be a playoff team again, but if they do, it won't be because Foles is lighting it up. I think I think Nick Foles can be a quality quarterback surrounded by the right guys, and I think the Jaguars do have some of the personnel to do that, especially, you know, last year their offensive line was decimated by So getting a lot of those guys back will help. But you just hope they don't try to go wide open and just let Foles be a gunslinger because I don't think that's the way to go. But is he good enough to get him back in the playoffs? Yeah, he's good enough to get him back. He's worth a lot of money, so we'll see what happens in Jacksonville. Let's go for game predictions. Are you ready? Absolutely. College basketball, UM at Virginia Tech. <laughs> I'll take Virginia Tech. Pittsburgh at Syracuse. Syracuse. And for the NBA, Warriors at the Houston Rockets. Oh, boy. <laughs> Rockets, they're, they're, they're at home, and I think they they play well against Golden State. Yeah, Houston is definitely a top contender in the Western Conference, so we're definitely going to eye out this game a little bit. Jeff, how can people reach you to talk to you about the Kansas City Chiefs letting go of all their defense? I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> the best way to follow along is at JT Fowler on Twitter. Well, Jeff, thanks for coming on to the SportsCast. Guys, follow us on the sportscast.net for the latest. And, uh, Jeff, once again, I appreciate you coming on. All right. Thanks for having me.